Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Rose, and today I have a guest on who, first of all, this conversation I absolutely loved. Um, I implemented some of the things that we talked about when it comes to social media strategy, marketing, sales. And over the weekend, I did some of the market research, which Megan Harriman, who's our guest today, breaks down in this episode. And you guys, I have been feeling so stuck with reels, like not really knowing what I wanted to create with them, like how to infuse my own energy into them. And over the weekend, I created seven and I have a list of like a ton of ideas. So definitely listen to this episode if you are an entrepreneur who uses social media, who is ready to get the creative juices flowing, who wants to use your heart and soul in your messaging and really want to bring your essence into the messages you share on social media. Megan shares so many amazing tips and she also just has this really warm energy about her. So I'm excited to share this episode with all of you. Before we do dive into this episode, I wanted to let you guys know that today and tomorrow, so tomorrow at 11, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, soul activation closes. For those of you who have been feeling called to this program, you know who you are. It is a program that will reconnect you back to your truth, back into your own soul's wisdom back into what it feels like to have your energy, your higher self lead and back into your, your path. You guys over the past, you know, really on and off since I launched this program about two years ago, I came out of alignment. There was this period and I've been, you know, (laughs) struggling to come back in and I returned to the teachings, to the lessons in this course to reactivate for this for myself. And I'm excited to share it with you with a new twist, with new wisdom. You're going to get access to, you know, I think five of the previously recorded modules, as well as every single one of these modules is getting a facelift. There's new content, there's new information, there's new messages that are coming through me. It's eight modules. There are spiritual practices and affirmations with every single module. You're going to have two live group coaching calls with me, as well as an energy clearing. It's an incredible value for the price point that this is at. And this is the last year that it's going to be at the 555 price point. Um, I just heard it's going up to 888 this morning, yesterday. I felt that call to bump it up. So 
as soon as the cart closes tomorrow, the wait list will be open. If you're catching the replay, if you're catching this um, after that wait list is, or after that enrollment period is closed, you can definitely get on the wait list for the next time we launch this program. I think that's all I have. Okay. Um, let's dive into this episode with Megan. Well, Megan, thank you so much for being here. I am so excited to share your story, your journey with the Raise Your Vibration podcast audience. Before we dive into all the, all the stuff that I'm excited to pick your brain about, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about who you are, where you came from, and really how you got to where you are today? Awesome. Thank you so much for having me here. And thank you so much for sharing this amazing space. I am so excited to be connected and to really learn and continue to share everything with all of your audience. So thank you. Um, so my whole story, let's see, <laughs> let's um, shorten it a little bit. But basically, I started growing my Instagram as an outlet for myself. It was a place where I used almost as like a journal when I moved from my hometown um, to Florida. It was quite a jump for me. I moved not knowing anybody. I didn't have a job yet. I didn't have, I'd never even been to the town that I moved to and I never seen the apartment I was buying. It was just a lot of things going on. So I used my platform really as a journal. I did not have any plans to start a business originally. Um, but I had a huge passion for fitness and nutrition and health overall. So I originally started my business as a fitness and nutrition coach, and that evolved into more influencer work. And then that evolved into more women empowerment work. And then I now stand with my business as I teach other women how to run their side hustle, full business, whatever they're feeling for their passion of what level they're at, how they can run that through social media, specifically Instagram, and how it can allow them to be themselves while still running a successful business. I love that. Um, I'm so curious, what made you decide, just because I've moved and I think it's, I, you know, I've shared it on the podcast. I think it's one of the most expansive things we can do because we're, we're forced to grow. We're forced to get out of the comfort zone and we can really rewrite who we are when we leave that environment we're in. Was there anything that said, I need to get out of this situation? Was there anything, I feel like there might be something there, like a little story that will be important for someone to hear. Yes, for sure. I always had this feeling that I was supposed to do something big, but I had no idea what, you know, those people who are like, oh, I've always known I wanted to do X since I was five. And I was always so jealous of those. I was like, I'm so envious. I had no idea what I wanted. I knew I just wanted something bigger than what was available for me where I was mm -hmm. on top of the fact that I came from Maine. So I don't know if you've ever been to Maine, but any New England state, it is very dark and dreary for over half of the year. Yeah. Um, so I struggled with depression. I had an extreme amount of anxiety in the past, in the last three years or so that I was there. And I just wasn't able to get out of working out of the restaurant industry because mm -hmm. all my friends were there and yeah. that's all I knew. That's just what I kept doing. And I had some uh, very unhealthy habits that formed from that. And I was like, if I'm going to do anything, like I have to get out, I can't yeah. change it here. So yeah. I just left. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I 
I give you mad props for that. And I also just think that that's something that I see so many people struggle with is like they're stuck in the same environment and they're trying to change in an environment that's keeping them where they are. So thank you for sharing that part of your journey because I feel like there's someone who is like really needing this just energetically. I'm like, someone needs to hear that. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about, so I think it's interesting too, is our journeys are very similar. I started out as a dietitian, health and wellness, and then kind of evolves into more spiritual, but business as well. And I think so many people go down this path where it's just like this evolution. What do you do today? And what about it? And like, why, why did you land in business? What, what about that lights you up? What is it that you love to do today? Oh gosh. It, it really, again, was quite a journey. I didn't want to be here. There was a phase maybe like two and a half years ago where I was seeing a lot of people in the health and wellness phase, um, in the health and wellness niche really transfer over into business. And I was like, well, I don't want to just do it because of that. Mm -hmm. But everybody kept asking me, well, how did you grow your platform? That at the time my platform was over almost 105,000 followers. And, and I got all these questions of how I did that, how I was able to scale to six figures in my first year and all these valid questions that I didn't yeah. even think about. I was like, I don't know, it just kind of happened. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I then decided, okay, why did I, how did I? And once I started to look at the reoccurring patterns and everything that really did set me up for that success, I just became obsessed with the way that marketing really works and the way that I was able to do it without being like, the, the sleazy marketing. Like yeah. I wasn't doing yeah. the old pushy marketing. I was able to be myself yeah. and naturally have a lot of those sales psychology and marketing tactics rolled into it. So I just became obsessed with it. Amazing. Okay. So let's talk about that. What are some of the things, the patterns that you see that you are willing to share with the audience that are like, these are the kind of reoccurring themes because we have a lot of women who are in that they either have a business they want a business or they're like on a spiritual path, but at some point in time, we'll probably have a business. So there's a little bit of variety. Um, but a lot of people in that beginning stage where they're like, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to grow. So what would you tell that person who's like, I don't even know how to market. I just have this thing that I want to do, or I have this, you know, gift that I want to share with the world. And they're really not sure about the marketing side of things. Yeah. What would you tell that person? I would suggest that they get extremely clear on what that message really is first, because we can all have passions and we can all have things that we want to change in the world, mm -hmm. but we tend to just kind of have an overview arching feeling of like, oh, it'd be great if blank happened or if I was able to. I want people to really dive deep into the bigger essence of why they desire to do X, why they desire to see Y change in the world and tap into that as often as possible for as long as they need to, to be able to feel like if I don't show up with a plan and I don't execute, I'm doing a disservice. Mm -hmm. We need to get to that point before yep. we even think about a marketing plan. I want you to have it in your heart as in why you really need to do this and then from there, when you start to, okay, I know, I know exactly what I want to do. I know why I want to do this. Um, maybe not what business, but I know what message I want to share with the world. Then you're going to start to think about who else really needs to be connected and heard. Who else needs to hear that message? 
who else needs help with that problem and start to just share your story of how you overcame that. You can do so much with your story. We can get into all the marketing marketing of how to educate, how to entertain, how to connect and network. That's that's stuff that you can Google, you can do courses for, Mm -hmm. like that's fine. But if you don't know your story and your purpose and your message first, then nothing else will matter. I love that. It's, um, it's like the alignment first, like the energetic component first. And I've, I've seen this within my own business, but also with other people who are like, I'm not even sure what I'm serving or what I'm doing. And when we don't have that, that drive forward or that pull forward, I feel for me, it's like, I call it like your soul, literally like pulling you forward and being like, I can't not do this. And I can't not share this message and I can't not make this impact. And it's like, your heart is just pulling you forward instead of you pushing to try to make action. And this is just like me reiterating, but it's like forcing the action before you even really have that like pull forward. It's a very different energetic and from someone who's done it both ways. Like I've been out of alignment and tried to push forward and then been in alignment and just had the action plan and it naturally just everything falls into place. So I love that that's like the foundation that you're giving them because if we don't have that, then it's like, it can be really frustrating as an entrepreneur. I'm sure you've seen this with people and clients that come to you. And I would love if you have some examples of like the difference that it makes when we go to put that marketing plan into action, because I see a lot of people taking a lot of action and they just don't quite hit the same. (laughs) Yeah. I would say the biggest thing that I see in comparison of someone who really has a passion and a purpose and alignment versus someone who is just doing it to check things off. Cause like Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur um, is the way that they show up. So this is why I love video because you're going to feel it when Mm -hmm. you see them or why I love audio because you're going to feel it when you hear them. It's something that's so different. It can't be taught. You can't teach somebody how to be embodied with their message and their, their purpose. That is something that has to just radiate off of someone. Mm -hmm. And it only happens when you are aligned, which then leads into the ability to stay consistent, the ability to pivot when needed and to know like, you know, when you're saying a huge example, right? When everybody experienced everything over the past 2020 with um, the pandemic, when you think you need to pivot versus when you know you need to pivot and when you feel it in your heart, okay, I'm going to pivot. That's huge. You have to be able to tap in your intuition to be able to have that success in your business. There's no marketing strategy that can teach you that. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is such a great example too. It was like about two years ago, I was just doing business and my heart kept saying like, it's time to pivot into spiritual. It's time to pivot into spiritual. And I was like, no, I had so much resistance to it, but it was when I did that, that my business just like blew up because I was in alignment with my heart was telling me versus when I've gone from my fear and my head, it's like, and I'm sharing this for the people who are in that like experimental phase in your business where you're trying different things out. And it's like, it just kind of flops and it just kind of like it it falls dead because your heart's not there and you're not in that space of connection. So I love that you brought that up because that's such a powerful way of saying it's like, you can't teach that you can hire all the mentors, but if you're not connected to your own message and your own purpose and your own path, and you don't trust that for yourself, there's nothing anyone can try to teach you. That's going to 
come back into alignment. I can guide you there. <laughs> yes, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what do you do when you, how do, let's, let's talk about how do we notice when we're not connected to that message? Like if someone's kind of like, well, maybe I'm in this place or maybe I'm not, how do you, how do you know? Like I'm, when you come out of alignment, how do you know when you come in that, like where I'm like, I'm not fully connected to my message right now, or how do you witness it with your clients, whatever that may be? There are so many different signs. However, uh, a couple of the big ones would be when you're not excited, mm. when you're not, when you don't get that feeling of, heck yes, I get to wake up and do this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's okay, everyone, even when you fully are embodied and you love everything you're doing, there are still going to be tasks in your business that are not your favorite. Mm-hmm. But um, when you're doing something such as actually speaking about it or teaching about it or connecting with people about that topic, if that doesn't excite you, that's a big sign. Yeah. It's really, really tapping into what makes you forget what time of day it is and forget what the other tasks are because you're here. If that is off, that's a huge shine. Another big thing is if you are doing all of the correct to-dos in your marketing and your content strategies and you're not seeing the results that you always used to, it's simply because your energy is off. I mean, it's nothing that a step-by-step blueprint can teach you. Yeah. And I love it because it's like, we want to, I don't know. I always see these like memes or those like TikToks or those carousel posts going around of like, you know, it's not the algorithm. It's not the algorithm, but it's really not the algorithm because you can have like no followers, no likes at, well, maybe not, you know, five followers and you can still make an impact and you can still feel the energy and you can still have an income. Whereas it, it, it's really not the algorithm. It's just, it's not, it's the energetic. It's the, the energy that you bring forward that people feel. Yeah, exactly. And, and then it's like, I don't know if you've had these experiences and I would love to hear some of yours. Cause I'm like, when I'm really in alignment and I feel that I'm like, people will be like, I don't even know why I just felt the call to like, I haven't seen your stuff in months. And I just felt the call to look up your page. And this is the exact program that I was looking for. This is exactly what it is. And it's like, that's the energetic piece that you can't, you can't strategize that. You can't like make that happen. There's nothing you can do. It'll just, it's the energetic piece. It's like all the stars align because you're listening to soul and you're listening to that path. Um, I love that. I love that. What do you, I, I know you talk a lot about also the content creation piece, which is something that I think a lot of new entrepreneurs struggle with. And when we are feeling that like lack of inspiration, I know for myself, it's like, there's nothing, there's crickets. I'm like, I'm waiting for the downloads. Where are they? Right. So what, what bits of advice do you have for someone who's struggling to figure out like, what do I post about? What do I share about? What is my message? Like, how do you start to get the juices flowing again when that content creation is just not happening? Yes. Yeah. I love this topic so much because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people, I know a lot of people do it wrong. (laughs) They try to do a lot of the masculine energy of create, let me do this strategy, let me create this post, let me write this post, let me record this, whatever, mixed with the feminine of let me come up with the ideas, let me speak my message, let me let it just flow 
too many times people are trying to do both at the same time. And that's Mm. literally impossible for you to have a continuous stream of inspiration if you are too heavy in one or the other at the incorrect time of your content creation. So my first thing that I always suggest for people to do is to completely detach. If you have been scrolling, you're like, I have no idea. I don't know what to do. Detach for a day, two days, three days, a week. I don't know how long it needs to be for you, Mm -hmm. but you have to just unplug and let go of all of that overload you have in your head. Yeah. Get grounded. Do what you need to do to fill yourself up. And then when you go back in that first time back into the app, back into research, market research for your content, that needs to have full on masculine. I am just trying to jot down ideas. I am just trying to cross my T's, dot my I's of what I need to get done. You're finding all the market research and you have already, you already know what you're looking for and researching because you've done so much during that time off to connect back with your message, with your feminine. Mm -hmm. So your masculine to do's come very easily. And then I do not want you to go right into creation. Okay. You just did all that masculine of finding all the ideas, take time off again. Maybe this is just an hour. It's just some time to um, separate the tasks Mm. where you're going to go away, do what you need to do, come back, open up Canva, open up reels, open up whatever you're using to create the content and let it flow then. But don't try to cross those two very important energies in your message. I love that. And I've actually never even thought about it that way where like, this is the masculine of the, the gathering, the ideas. And then this is where the creative flow comes. And I think it just naturally kind of happens that way. Like I will be like jotting ideas down and then I'm never like sitting at my computer when I'm jotting them down. It's always like while I'm doing other things. And so I like have them in a notes thing and then they just go and get created when I'm sitting at a coffee shop or whatever it is. So that's really interesting that you say that. The thing I'm curious about as you're explaining all of this is what does that market research look like? What does that mean? Like for someone who's like, I don't even know how to like, what is that? What do I do? What do, how do I start? What, what do you, what are your tips around gathering the ideas and doing the market research? Obviously we know if you know anything about market research, we want to use our ideal clients words all of the time. So if you are actually in conversation with who your ideal client or ideal Mm -hmm. customer is, that's going to be your best source. However, we are not always at the place where we are actually having those conversations yet. So I love using other leaders in my industry, other, what they would like to say competition. I don't like to see them as competition, but other leaders, um, what are they doing that they have really good engagement on? Not just who is growing, but what content are they sharing that has thoughtful comments? People who are actually caring about what is shared. Yeah. And seeing what they're doing, seeing what you can create that's similar, but with your method, with your message, and with your words, your branding, and recreate. It really is everyone, we need to understand that you are not copying, you are just getting that inspiration, that market research is really a big place of where you're seeing what's already working. Mm -hmm. You're already are, you know, it's doing well, 
the competition's doing great with it and people are resonating with it. So find it in your own message, how to recreate that. That's my favorite. I mean, there's going to be on my Instagram, I have so many different lists of where you can search different websites that you can find, you know, top trending searches in your niche and all of that. And that's great. But I ultimately, like my favorite thing is just what is actually doing well right now and who's resonating and recreate it yourself. Amazing. That's a great tip, a great idea, like a great way to just, because it's like, even when you're watching reels or I I just like, I feel like reels are really hot and like the thing right now, obviously, (laughs) but I'm like, as I'm watching them, I'm like, oh, I could do this and I could use like my own message infuse into that and whatever that may be that's that's where and I think that's important too because I think a lot of um, important to note there's a lot of people who are new who want to create the business and who don't understand that their essence needs to be infused in everything they do and they will try to go recreate other people's content but not from the place of this is my message I, I want to say this is that what Megan said at the very beginning about connecting to your message and having that fire and having that like pull forward is the number one thing you need to do because you can't go and find other content from the place of, I don't know my message because you will start to pick up other people's messages. So you need to be very clear on your own message, what it is that you're bringing forward. Otherwise this will start to confuse you. So I think we're, we're doing this in the perfect order. This conversation is flowing in the perfect order because you're setting them up for success in creating and moving forward without feeling like they're picking up. I see things in a very energetic, but you're picking up the energy of the other people that you're going into. You need to have your own energy and clear in your own energy before you go do the market research so that when you go to birth these creations, you're not pulling on Megan, Megan's energy and Shelby's energy and whoever else you're doing market research from. So I love this. Yeah, I love that's a really good point. That's also another reason why I encourage people to research and create completely separate. Mm. Cause we do not want to just recreate what they have unknowingly. Like that's what happens is something we don't mean to, but yeah. like you said, it's an energy. And if you're picking up on it, we need to separate so that we can do our best to make sure it is our voice, our message. So that was a yeah. really good point. Yeah. Other people pick and it's like that, like, like you were saying earlier, it's like they feel your energy when you go to speak about something. And when you write a post, when you create content, they feel that energy. And so if you're creating content that doesn't have your energy in it, it's still going to fall flat because it's not authentic. And people feel that authenticity. They feel the energy, whether you're aware of it or they're aware of it consciously, they know when something's not fully in integrity and integrity, not the sense that you're doing something wrong or bad, but integrity where it's like all your energy is aligned with the message that you're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That is felt 100%. You could have, that's again, if you had the most perfect strategy for your content, it doesn't matter if your energy is off, it is going to fall flat. People are not Mm going to resonate. It's just not going to work. It's the vibration that you're in while you're creating, while you're posting, while you're engaging. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's so funny. It's like the podcast I record when I'm like, so just like on fire lit up. I get so many messages 
in my inbox that are like, oh my God, this is exactly what I needed today. How did you know? Like, this is literally what I asked for last night before I went to bed. And I'm like, I don't know. It just came through. It was like what I needed to say that day because I'm connected energetically to my message and my audience. Yes. It's it's really, really powerful. Mm, I love this. Okay. How do we balance out this like soul and strategy? Because I think it's important because I think like you were saying, like sometimes people go way too much into the masculine and they're just action, action, action. I got to take all the action but they haven't really aligned that energy, like you said earlier, like that mm-hmm. energy first. And then we go into the other side where it's just like this very like airy fairy energy where we aren't grounded and we're not actually taking that aligned action. So how do we find that middle ground for ourselves? And I think it's a little different for everyone, but how did you, how do you start to balance this out? And what do you suggest for your clients when you notice they're maybe on one side of the spectrum or the other? I personally struggled with being on both extremes. So this is right, right <laughs> up my alley. Okay. <laughs> uh, when I first. You know what though? Like, I'm like, do we have to go? Cause I feel like everything in my life, I'm like one extreme and then I go to the other extreme and then I land in the middle. So I'm not sure. Maybe it's just a process of finding <laughs> your middle ground, but I feel the exact same way. I've been like super masculine and then I'm like, oh, I don't have to do anything. People just come to me. La, 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 la. <laughs> a lot of the things right now with the messaging, this is why I'm so passionate about it, is that right now we are getting the message of you have to do X, Y, and Z to get results. Mm-hmm. That is that. Or all you have to do is just think about it and we'll come to you. <laughs> it's like, it's not a complete circle. Yeah. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's so, like a half the picture on both sides of both. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It really is. And so with that, I mean, when I first was very, very masculine, I realized that I needed to step into more feminine. I had to get a little bit more of that flow because I just was so unhappy. I was like, I have the money, I have the clients and I love my clients, but like, I don't get excited. I'm not happy to do this. And it was almost like I rolled my eyes when I had to like open Instagram. Mm. And so that a disconnect even though I was having the results, I was just, this is not what I want. And that made me feel like, okay, what is fun? How can I make this more fun? That allowed me to step back and I did more things like journaling. I made myself, I was not someone who could journal at all for about four years. I continued, okay, I'm going to do this. I can do this. I can do this. I never could stay consistent. But finally, when I stepped back and said, there has to be no rules with it, like allow yourself to just do it the way you do it. That was easier for me to stay consistent with my journaling, um, making sure I did something that was feminine every day that was movement. So having for me a lot of just random stretching or dancing, or it didn't have to be my very masculine fitness that I wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. That was huge. Um, giving myself time to go outside. Like, I mean, I live in Florida, so I know not everybody can do this all of the time, but for me, if it is just five minutes in the morning of reading my book outside instead of inside, if it's in between calls, taking a deep breath outside, like I had to do something to get back to like connected to the earth. Mm-hmm. That was huge. When I'm in the feminine too much, that's <laughs> when I know I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of to do's and I don't care. Like, it's like, this is so, I'm too much in the it's just going to be fine. Everything will work out. I see all of the signs of like warning, warning, you need to get stuff done. Mm. And I ignore it. 
(laughs) with that, I had to learn how to find my balance is that I have certain times of the day that I'm extreme in one and I'm extreme in the other. I do best when I set those times for me versus I know some people are able to really ebb and flow all of the time. I personally had to find do it then and then do this then. Like I had to separate that. That's how I eventually got to here. I feel like that's helpful for me to think about too, because I think sometimes it's just like however I start out is kind of how the rest of the day flows for me, where if I start out very feminine, then I flow feminine all day, or if I start really masculine, like with the, you know, today I had to bring my car to the shop in the morning, and then I like, you know, was like in the doing right first thing in the morning, and I feel like that's kind of how I've been the rest of the day is like very like, okay, now I got to do this. And this is on my checklist. And this is on my checklist. And this is on my checklist instead of being in, you know, where I need to be at the point in time that that's a really, really powerful tip of like almost setting a little bit of a boundary with yourself of like, here, I'm in my business and I'm in the tasks. And then I'm going to go over to my relationship and I'm going to be more in the feminine. And then I'm going to go over and whatever that is kind of knowing how your day flows that you can be in the energy that you need to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we don't always have the same schedule and we don't always have like, if you're not full time in your business and in control of what you're doing, sometimes you don't actually know what that's going to be. So that could be having something such as a certain task or a certain um, trick that you use for you to switch in and out. So maybe that is going outside. As soon as I go outside, I put my toes in the grass and I take a deep breath. I know mentally and energetically, I'm more in the feminine. Let's do that. When if I need to rewrite my to-do list and make it perfect, that's going to allow me to step into my masculine, like have a task that allows you to switch in and out. If you don't have the time freedom of being able to switch in and out. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause I'm even thinking about when I worked full time, it's like almost when you work any job, I feel like you have to be very masculine because you have to be on someone else's clock and you have to be on someone, you know, it's like, it's like you had to be, I feel like that's when I was most in my masculine was in college and right after like working a full-time job and then also then building my business on the side. It was almost like I went from one masculine task to the next. And so even thinking about what shifted when I shifted, I mean, this was unconscious, but what shifted things for me is that as soon as I would get home from work, I would eat dinner and then I would go for a walk. And I would get grounded in nature. I had like this beautiful park next to my apartment building at the time. And I would go get grounded in nature. And then I would come back and do what I needed to do. So I wasn't living in that. Like for me, it was almost like this adrenaline, like very high um, output energy when I'm more, I am a feminine person. Like that's my essence. That's my core. So living in that felt really not honest and true and authentic to who I am at my core, if that makes sense. So I think I like this. It's like, what can you do to integrate some of that more feminine energy into your day? If you do have to be in the masculine more than what's, what's authentic for you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. To understand too, that the, I keep saying tasks, there's a different word. So the things that you do to get in and out, like the perfect morning routine, right? This is a good example. You have to do gratitude. You have to have your affirmations. Mm -hmm. You have to journal. You have to exercise. So all of these have tos, I think for myself, at least having the checklist of what those things were is the masculine part of I show up for myself and I have the discipline to do it. 
but there are no rules in how it looks. So today I was supposed to do a 30 minute yoga. I didn't feel it. So what I did instead was I actually did my like five to 10 minutes of stretching with no guided yoga. And I laid there and I just meditated. That felt better, but it was Mm. that time and space of me on the mat. Like that was important. Yeah. So allowing yourself to have strict boundaries of what needs to be done, but the ebb and flow of being able to make it what you want in that time. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Cause I'm like someone who, when someone tells me what to do, I think there's probably a lot of entrepreneurs that turn into entrepreneurs. It's like almost when someone's, or if it's myself telling me I have to do something that's very different than I want to do something. Yes. It's like, I will clean the kitchen, but if someone tells me I have to clean the kitchen, then I'm like, I'm not putting my dishes away. (laughs) It's something I I am consciously working on that, like that rebellion energy that comes forward in me where I'm like, no, (laughs) but it's the same Mm -hmm. thing. If I'm telling myself I have to do something instead of, I want to do this because it makes me feel really good. And I think all humans are really wired this way. It's a very different it's like that pulled forward rather than like forcing forward. It's, yeah, it's very different. It is very different. And the mindset of, I get to do this for my future self. That was a huge thing when I started Mm. to procrastinate around the things Mm. that I had to do, had to think future self would thank me for this. And I get to do this big game changer. Yeah. I feel like there's something else that's coming through around that of like, when you don't have the evidence Yeah. And then you don't do anything because there's no evidence or there's nothing in the physical that's saying that this is actually going to happen for your future self. Right. Yes. Yeah. What do you, what do you do to help move yourself or your clients or whatever? Maybe when you were in this place, because I'm sure there was maybe a point of time. I know maybe it happened a little bit more naturally for you where you weren't really trying and it just happened, but how did you, and there's probably seasons you go through as you're going through expansion where there's no evidence that this expansion is possible. Right. I think a lot of new entrepreneurs get stuck in that, that like that period where they're like, well, there's no, nothing outside of me is telling me that this is actually possible for my life. So why would I even start? Right. So what do you tell that person who's like not doing the things or not getting back into alignment or not taking care of themselves or not taking that first step or any steps after that first step? What do you tell that person when they're like, I don't have any evidence that this is actually going to happen. Why would I even, you know, do the thing anyways. Right. (laughs) Yeah, there's um so many different ways to go here. But the first thing that I think of is if you don't have belief and faith that is tied into your message, remember, you've got to go back to that message. And there are some people in the beginning when they're struggling with this real belief of if it can happen, I tell them every single day to go back and reread or voice out or record yourself saying your message, your purpose, your why to be able to know that it's okay that we don't have that evidence yet because we have such strong belief, like it's going to happen no matter what. Yeah. And, and tying back into that every day in the beginning is so important. And not just the beginning, if you're going through a funk, if you're going through yeah. a pivot or anything scary um, to tie back into that as much as you need to. Another thing is I would just say, if you're not getting the results that you want doing the things you're doing now, what, are you going to lose by doing this, by trying this yeah. step instead? Yeah. I mean, 
and a lot of the things that people hesitate moving forward with, such as doing the morning routine or doing um, the the ability to step into your feminine for creation and all that, a lot of that stuff is things they hear over and over. Well, well mm-hmm. it works for so-and-so. So all you need to do is use other people as your example. Mm-hmm. Like lean into their faith, lean into yeah. their story. I love that. It's like the a lot of manifestation people talk about like those expanders for you, those people who've done it or who have been where you've been. Absolutely. And the other thing that's coming through with this is like, not even just like if you've tried things in your business and they're not working, but also like if you're doing what you're doing in your life right now and you feel like nothing or you feel unhappy or you feel unsatisfied or you feel unfulfilled and like, don't get me wrong. There's going to be ebbs and flows in that. But if you're consistently feeling that way and that's what like you want to continue to do the things and live the life that's making you feel that way, why not try something else? Like if, if, if you're getting this result from living the life you're living now, like something has to change or the universe will bring you something bigger to change it for you. And I've been there. That's really not a great place to be. Like, it's like, I've told this story so many times, but I was like brain fog and slurring my speech. And like, I couldn't get out of bed in the morning, like so much illness that I had to change something. And so you don't want to get yourself to that place. I think that's another big, not saying that's going to happen, but I'm just saying that there's signs that are pointing you in a better direction and you're choosing the direction you're staying in. And so plug into the belief, like you said, of what Megan's doing, what Shelby's doing, what someone who's created something that you desire, plug plug into that energy. Cause it's a very expansive energy to be in the energy of someone who's done the thing that you want to create differently, obviously, because your energies are going to be differently, but who has that faith and belief in that knowing. And that's why we hire mentors, right? It's not usually about what they have to say. It's about being in the energy of what they've created. That's at least for me. Yeah. That's usually what I hire people off of. I'm like, oh, their energy feels expansive for me. This feels good. I'm going to get in that energy. It's usually not about the, like what they're going to tell you in those sessions or what they're going to explain to you. It's about them bringing in that expansive energy so that you can hold yourself in that frequency. And you have something like we talked about, you left Maine because you're like, I can't continue to do the same thing here. Being in a different environment probably forced you to be in a different, to like, look at who am I truly? Who am I honestly? Who is, who do I want to be in this world? You've had the space to do that. Yeah. There are the only two ways for us to actually change our paradigm. So changing our accumulation of our habits. And those two ways are an emotional impact of some sort, which usually is negative, mm-hmm. such as the illness, which, hey, you're going to have to change, or it's constant repetition. And that constant repetition can be instilled from you taking the action or being in the space of that mentor, or that leader that allows you to step up into that frequency. But those are the only two ways. So you can choose how you want yours to be done. And I mean, for me, from my past mistakes of having the hard way. Emotional, <laughs> I choose to show up and just take the action. Yeah. I, I feel like most of us who are there now or like doing the thing that we desired to be doing have felt the other side of it or felt the I can't not do it this way. Otherwise this, yeah. this, this, this will happen. I know that already. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I feel like you have shared so many amazing nuggets and this conversation has been 
Really, really great. I like, I didn't know a ton about your energy. I just feel like you have a very like warm, nurturing, like I could just talk to you all day energy. So thank you for sharing that with the audience. Um, is there any last pieces that you want to share with them? Anything else that you're like, oh, this is really coming forward or any last bits of wisdom or advice you want to bring forward? Just one thing right you were just saying about when you hire mentors or if anyone's out there just looking to buy a course or whatever it might be, invest in something the energy is most important all day, every day. You have to, just like you said with your content, I haven't seen your stuff for a while. I don't know, something told me to come see you. Something told me. If something's telling you, yes, this is the person, Yeah. listen to that. Follow that. I mean, the last mentor I hired, which was the biggest investment I've ever made in my business, um, she thought it was so funny when I first asked this, but I asked, what does your like day-to-day look like? And how do you show up for yourself? And she was like, wait, what? You don't care about like my income reports? You don't care? I was like, no, like I want to know how you live your life. Yeah. And that was the most important thing for me. And that was the most transformational uh, mentorship I've ever had because like you said, you can teach any checklist and to-dos, any strategy, but the energy to be in that, listen to your gut. If it says go for this person, trust it. Yeah. Yeah, that's... And also the opposite too, right? Like, it's like, trust yourself because I've had situations where I've hired and it was like, my gut wasn't all in it. And it was like the worst experience I've ever had. Like, that's a whole nother story for another day, but it's like, you have to trust the energy and not what the person is saying or not what you feel like I should, that should again, it's like, where is the energy and what's going to expand you? Because when we are aligning ourselves with what is most expansive, it's, it's like that, that faith piece we're signing up for this expansion and we're not sure what's on the other side of it, but it can't not bring us the expansion. At least that's been my experience. It's like when I am in alignment, when I make the decisions, there's just these miraculous things that happen. Exactly. And it can happen real fast if Uh you're in alignment (laughs) and you are willing for it to happen. You're open Mm -hmm. for it. It will happen for sure. Yeah. Oh, well, this has been great. Where can people find you? What do you have going on? Where do you like to hang out? Tell us all the things so we can get in contact with you. Yes, yes. Well, Instagram is my baby. It is my favorite. So (laughs) definitely you can find me either at Megan Harriman, which I spell it real weird. I'm sure it will be in the notes. Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes. (laughs) My name is spelled real different. Um, That's my more personal page. I do still have a lot of business on there and a lot of inspiration. But my, if you're looking real, you're looking to really grow your social media and network and expand your business, that would be my social media with Meg page. So those are my two favorite places to hang out. And from there, you can find all my other fun stuff. Amazing. Well, thank you again for being here and sharing your energy with us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.